Well, hey, everybody, we are so grateful for you that you are, whatever you're doing, you're getting ready, you're driving, whatever it is, and you are letting ICU Talks Podcast Your Voices be a part of your day. So grateful for you. So this is the month of January, or at least when LJ and I are hanging out. Woo-hoo. And woohoo, that's my sidekick. Want to say hi real quick? Hi. Hi. So she's one of our volunteers, and she's in charge of this podcast. So if you don't like it, her address is... <laughs> Right. podcast at ictalks.com right. right. talk to her about that not me i'm the innocent one in this that's right so but our topic for january was transformation so it was lit i mean i'm telling you it was on fire, on fire. It had 130 people there it was the music was beautiful phenomenal yeah people were speaking out yeah hands were in the air right men's were out loud that's right it was it was it was on yeah. fire yeah yeah so so grateful and great speakers and we have Dio here. She did two things for us. Yes, she did. She awesome. did for the first time. We're doing some different things in 2020. Mm-hmm. We had spoken word. Yes, Woo. it was powerful. Mm-mm-mm. And then she came in and did a little five minutes, a little bit more about herself. Yes, she did. All right? Yeah, she really did. really good stuff. All right? Yes. Yeah. So you think we should let her introduce herself before we go any further? Before we introduce her. Right, she's <laughs> introduce herself. herself. You can go <laughs> ahead. Thing. Hey, tell everybody. Yeah. Let everybody know you're here. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi, I'm here. My name is Dio Ferris Lopez, and I go by Dio sometimes, or D. Ooh, I Whatever like D. rolls off your tongue easier, as long as it's in my actual name. <laughs> yeah. Right, it's somewhere in the name. EO. EO. Is that, is that wrong? Uh, yeah, no. that's wrong. Okay, <laughs> that's not, not yes. happening. Yeah, thank you. I know you got a thousand things you could be doing right now. And that you're really important. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> try to sound important just for okay, a second. Like, so yes, I'm yes, so busy. I'm so busy. <laughs> yes. I have my planner right. and everything. Yeah. <laughs> so can you just take a second mm-hmm. and just tell people, like, particularly the second part was just five minutes, a little bit more about you. Right. Just a summation of kind of what you wanted the people to hear from you that night. Right. So um, my plan I mean, a friend told me about this, and I was just like, me? Like, are you sure I couldn't do this? And she was like, yeah. So I sat with the Lord, and I was like, what do I say? And I was honestly in the bathtub with my journal, and I was like, God, you got to give me something to say. And I just started writing. Um, I used to write poetry since I was a little girl, Mm -hmm. um, but because I didn't know much about it, you know, I just kind of did it in whatever my mind allowed me to do, Mm -hmm. which is really bad. Anyway, (laughs) um, so, yes, I started picking it back up um, after this serious walk with Christ. And um, he gave me, I mean, if it it, maybe maybe five minutes, maybe five minutes it took me to write it. And um, Mm, wow. Yeah. And it was. Yeah. Yeah. And it was. um, And when I saw it, I was like, oh, my gosh, like you want me to say this? Mm. And so I really just wanted people to have a synopsis, I guess, of my testimony. Um, just the highlights of the not so good and then the highlights of the really good. Right. And um, I didn't have a plan when I wrote it, so I didn't know what I was going to say, to be wow. honest. I just kind of flow it, whatever God wants to do. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a life on the edge, mm-hmm. but it's yeah. worth it. So yeah. I feel like you're, she's just teasing us. Yeah, I think we ought to actually hear. I think this, this is a really good she ought to read idea. It. Yeah. Ah, all right. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> <laughs> it got all formal. Right. Yeah. We, we, went, we went adult for a second. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So here it goes. Um, he knew me from before I was in my mother's womb. He knew at conception I'd be a twin too. He knew that at three months into the pregnancy, the anger and rage in my mother would cause my twin to leave me. 
He knew that at that point, anxiety entered in. He knew I'd be born into sin. He knew I would be two when my dad left. And he knew that by the time I was seven or eight, I would walk in on my mother having sex. He knew that from that point forward, I would be stalked by spirits that would keep me locked in a world full of alcohol, sex, money, drugs, and lust. He knew one day I would say yes to him as my heart turned to rust. He knew that at that point forward, from that point forward, excuse me, the enemy would deceive me even more to believe that religion would get me in the door, slaving at church to show myself approved and then go home to finish a bottle of Merlot that went down smooth. Roll up a blunt and be on cloud nine, then pull up Pornhub only to finish and convince myself of a lie. Mm. Get up and walk away like it never happened, hiding from myself while on this hard heart he was still tapping. This went on for years because I didn't know him. I didn't open up my Bible. I didn't seek. There was nothing for me to find until one day I realized that my life was already outlined. He chose me in him from the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless and righteous in his eyes. He knew one day I'd rise. By his strength, he pulled me out of the pits of hell, and that was one of the most painful but rewarding nights that caused me to be free and have this story to tell. I repented, apologized, and believed that one day the pain would be relieved, one day he would get the glory, and one day, he, I, one day I would tell this story that anxiety, anger, depression, and deception would be the conception of this artist, prophetess, author, psalmist. All those titles have a nice ring, but the greatest title of all is that I am the daughter of the Most High King. He who knew no sin became sin so that one day I could live to testify that he truly is the King of Kings. The Lord of Lords, the Lion of Judah, he's got the loudest roar. My transformation is in Jesus. It's in him I move and I live and I have my being. My name is Dioveris Lopez. I'm 29 years old, and it must be understood that this life I won't be leaving until the nations know I was called to give truth, speak truth, and declare his name. No one came before him. No one comes after him. Jesus Christ reigns. Mm. That Ooh. is a bio right there. <laughs> Woo! Powerful. That's a movement. Mm. That's a movement. You wrote mm. that in five minutes? Yeah, maybe. Maybe, yeah. maybe four? Mm, maybe. Is that what you mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it wasn't wow. long. Mm -hmm. I, you know, when you you were reading that on stage and, mm. and the band was playing mm. in the background. Yeah. And I think it was cute because when you came back on, <laughs> you're actually speech for... For the five minutes, you're like, I'm so glad the yeah. music's not playing. <laughs> I thought, yeah. but I love the music in the yeah, background. Yeah, no, it was amazing. Yeah, it was just that in that I was so scared. Yeah, right. You know, yeah, I mean, no matter what, it's a big yeah. deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. actually, the music was great. I mean, I, I it was, was it practicing. It was the yeah. idea of getting on stage in front of people, the lights. When I finally got the email that you all had put out the invitation. I had this vision of myself, like the bright lights and my hands covering my eyes. Like, no, yeah. like, I, you know, it was all this like fear oh. manifested. Of course, right, it's right. something that I've dealt with for That's the enemy. ever. Yeah, yeah. He's a liar though. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, so it was just like all this thoughts. And, but as soon as I got out there, it was like, I had no control. It was not me. That's right. Because y'all yeah. saw me when I was practicing. I was yeah. like, uh, uh. You, and you even now I made a, yeah, yeah I made yeah. a couple of yeah. mistakes, but it was him that took over yeah, and right. he got that's the glory. Right. So, mm -hmm. yeah. It's yeah. Beautiful. And just absorbing that, that so many people were touched because mm -hmm. it was, it was spoken word. It was spoken his word. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. And that was the power of it. It mm -hmm. was just so well done, but it is like, it's a lot to know that you're going out there having to get the mic, move the mic, 
mm-hmm. <laughs> knowing exactly when to go out, knowing when, you know, all that can happen. And then the, the crowd was so responsive. Mm-hmm. Oh, my yeah, they gosh. were like having to pause to let them have yeah. their moments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, and, you know, an amateur can't really do that real well. And you did, you did so well. Yeah. Like letting sure. the audience respond and then going back in yeah and so i have good. to say the mic thing was last second yes it was yeah, i heard it that was literally I last that second you do it yeah I and i'm the right. boss y'all i, know. <laughs> I didn't know it uh, he held it so well no it was great <laughs> no it was she's great. like i need a mic i'm like yeah. i don't think we have one of those kim's got the one we gotta figure this out and so like, there was right. a few of us that put it together and yeah it was just great like, it was and great you know it's so funny you just just yep. like glided mm-hmm. over to the mic you know jade's mic and you're like this, you, you fixed yeah. the height, and I was like, shoot, it was really well, well. yeah, good. really, this really well done. And even as you're reading it, your body language and your hands, yeah. even as you're reading it today, when you got, yeah, I was not trying hands, to contain both myself, right? Yeah. Guys, <laughs> both yeah. her palms were yeah. open, yeah, yeah, you know, well, just free. the vulnerability with mm-hmm. that, like, that's that just brings death to shame and life yes. to you yes mm-hmm. yes right, through him mm-hmm. like it's just that's that's what it's so vulnerable it is so um, vulnerable to the point where um right before i we did this i called my mom because i was like mom <laughs> i'm gonna say something and you yeah. know it's hard um following the lord and having to put emotions aside and how people feel what they mm-hmm. think no right. matter who it is right because obedience is better than anything at That's sacrifice right. you know yeah. we do want to cover each other mm-hmm. but at right. the same time um if he tells me to do it i have to do it yeah. so it wasn't something that a lot of people knew about no one heard it i didn't share it with anyone mm-hmm. um before that night oh, um uh-huh. just one friend but no yeah. one else and um and when I told my mom, she was just like, well, you need to think about it. And I was like, Lord, I'm going to pray about it, but I already yeah. know. And right. so, right. yeah. Just kind of needed her to That's know. Yes, yeah, just to truth. honor her. Like, Lord, yeah. what does okay. it look like to honor my mother right. in being right. honest and vulnerable with what okay. my story is? We all yeah. have a story, you right. know, and right. it's up right. to us whether or not we want to share it and mm-hmm. be open to set other people free mm-hmm. right yeah and was it the part about losing your twin or is it the part of just you know walking in the walking mother adult yeah that walking part her mother okay. having sex when yeah. She, yeah yeah oh that's <laughs> yeah. true that that's that. true yeah right yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's true and, and that's something <laughs> that i held on to till i was 18 years old mm-hmm. wow it can be traumatic yeah, yeah. it's too traumatic yeah yeah, because it wasn't with your daddy. No. Yeah, so we're not talking like, mm, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. well, this is not. Even if it was, it's traumatic. Yes, you're so right. This, this changes central nervous system when a child sees uh, really? a mother. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, okay. my parents are still together. Mm-hmm. God bless my father. He's an amazing man. It's a saint. <laughs> um, if I saw them even holding hands, I'd vomit. Oh, wow. And I'm 48. <laughs> so she's talking about she's talking about an As eight a year child. old. Yeah. yeah, she's talking about an yeah. eight year old. So right. Yeah, because that's right. very significant. It is. That yeah, is and I know you're just con- staying in that process of trying to overcome your trauma and just yes. continuously using it for His glory. Yes. And not using it against yourself. Correct. And yeah. it it can be. I mean, it's it's a thin line, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. And so, um, if it wasn't for Christ, though, it would have been a secret, and it would have been. And, and then I had all these addictions because. Mm-hmm. Yeah, talk yeah. through that. Talk, yeah. talk how you got from it into that. You mm-hmm. know, was there trauma in your life, other than that? And you ad- additional trauma. Oh, this is about to be real, real, y'all. Yeah, this is real. Okay, it's, it's as I don't real think as no you one knows. Yeah, I mean, I don't, real it doesn't matter. I don't have anything to hide. Really. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm free. So. I think maybe it started off with interest in sex. Obviously, I was, yeah. you know, open to that. And then um, 
they used to have this show on cable, you know, when we were younger mm-hmm. than anything, like people just naked and then, then being intrigued with that, not even understanding why, but the door was open. Right. Um, and then from there, I think I was about 13, 14, 15, where I uh, w- start to sneak and watch like Stella got her groove back. Right. And then all those like passionate scenes and stuff just opened up this interest and then it turned to pornography then it turned to losing my virginity right. at 15, right? you know, and then watching porn and then hiding from it. So now it's just like, since nobody knows, I'm going to just keep doing it. And then, but you, you're not the, your true self. Mm-hmm. Like you're one person in front of people, you're one person behind. Mm-hmm. Right. And then um, maybe as I became an adult, like into college and stuff, just being free to do whatever I want. Right. Because you don't have any parents there watching you or anything like that. So, mm-hmm. um the alcohol, I mean, at where I'm, where I'm from, um, at 18, it's legal to drink what? in the Virgin Islands. Right, where is that? Okay. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. why didn't I grow up there? So okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is going Mom, on? Dad, yeah, on. so it right. was a thing. So then back home in our culture, it's like... <laughs> we both had this yeah, yeah. <laughs> alcoholic reaction to that. Yeah. Right? What? What do no. you mean? I could have started earlier. I could have gone to jail last time. would have been legal. <laughs> Sorry, no, go ahead. Sorry, okay. sorry, no, sorry. We told no. you it was crazy. Yeah, it's okay. Fine. It's the yeah. truth. Um, but yeah, then um, coming here, eighteen, and then also it's not legal here. So now that mm-hmm. I think about it, it was another sneaking moment, mm-hmm. oh, right? You had to adapt. Yeah. So it was so. just like, but where I'm from, I could do this. So mm-hmm. it, I'm legal, and this is our culture. So then it became a thing where like I was drinking every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, cruising, rum, whatever. And then I used right. to enjoy getting people drunk. Mm. Right. And then I didn't, you know, you just don't understand how your own brokenness and demons and mm-hmm. stuff just spills over to everyone else. Mm-hmm. You know what was my prayer? I said, Lord, when I was done with all that, let me touch the same lives I had an opportunity to uh, ruin. Oh, wow. Let that's me really touch good. those yeah. same, like, yeah. please give me the chance because yeah. I didn't know any better. Yeah. yeah. And so um, drinking um, to the point where I couldn't drink any more like hard liquor, then I would just drink wine, finish mm-hmm. a bottle every day. You know, then being in toxic relationships and yeah. then smoking mm-hmm. weed mm-hmm. to the point where in 2018, it was like, wake up in the morning, smoke, mm-hmm. um, lunch break, smoke, go to sleep, smoke, wake up in the middle of the night, smoke. And it was like, I have an addiction. This is mm-hmm. a problem. This is not normal. Mm-hmm. And um, that's when everything, like the transformation started. What mm. was that trigger, you know, to get to, I need to transform? I went to church and I started to hear that salvation prayer and it felt like I had to do it. And I was like, this is crazy because I already did it like four years ago. I'm mm-hmm. good. I'm saved. And ignoring that call. And then um, about a month or two later, trying to read the Bible because I was in church, as I mentioned in the speech, I was in church for four years. I didn't open up the Bible. You say 2015. Yeah, I got, I started going 2014. 2014. Gave my life to Christ in 2015. Well, received him as Lord and Savior 2015. Okay. Um, But I didn't sit at home and open my Bible and read. Right. right. I didn't know that that was something you were supposed to do. So that's. Mm -hmm. This okay. uh, discipleship that's important, and mm-hmm. we don't talk about that enough. But, um, right. but yeah, so I didn't read my Bible or anything like that. And then I had this interest, like I wanted to read, but when I tried to read, I had questions, and no one could give me a logical answer. And I was like, forget this, smoke again, mm-hmm. I'll yeah. be fine, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the friends around me just encouraging me to do things that are not Christ-like, but they're also I'm the only example of church for them, and I'm not living a godly life, you mm-hmm. know. So, um. So yeah, but it was that that those 
it's God. It's him saying, this is enough. And my mm. mom would be like, you can't live one foot in and one foot out. You got to right. figure out what you're going to do. That's good for your she mom. didn't tell me yeah. what to do, but she said, which one are you going to do? And I didn't mm-hmm. even understand that God asks us that. He says mm-hmm. in the Bible, mm-hmm. you know, choose one. Mm-hmm. Who right. are you going to follow? And so um, I got hit in my head with an iron. What? Um, yeah, I was washing clothes one day and I had a, a, a rack with wheels and I bumped it and something hit my head, but it hit me so hard. I almost did not feel it. And I looked down and I said, Oh snap, my iron fell. Mm-hmm. And, um, about three days later, I started to have this really bad headache and immediately I didn't want to smoke. I didn't want to drink. I didn't want to, I wanted to read my Bible. I cannot make this up. Y'all. <laughs> I, 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 so Every person out there that's married to an alcoholic that's going to go get a bunch of irons. <laughs> no, do not do that. the house. <laughs> no. just walk up to the husband and start bashing <laughs> like, him with an iron. No, please. In the name please. of Jesus, read your <laughs> Bible. The, the, the picture I had right? was the string on the door that has like a little pulley. Oh, that's good. <laughs> when, you know, that's good. You know, like Wild E. Coyote right. when you did this stuff. That's what I was If thinking. we see an increase in the news <laughs> oh, of spouses Jesus. dying through no. being beaten with an iron, we'll know that Dia yeah, started but they're saved. <laughs> they're saved. Right? It, They'll be we'll saved. See. We'll see. We'll <laughs> see. Death or saved, either way. Uh, the fast <laughs> will probably be happy. Listen, so. either so one, right? Literally, you got you got knocked in the head. Yeah, I cannot religion. make this story <laughs> okay. up. I, I promise you, I like. Ooh. There's got to be a verse with an iron. Listen, no, iron sharpens iron. Iron sharpens iron. Okay, I was so thinking that. Really? Okay. Yeah. So you got hit, and, and you headaches. All yeah. of a sudden, all the urges, everything mm. you were addicted to that you just couldn't get away from. I just. You're like, I'm I'm going this way. I made my choice. This yeah, is my but path. it was so weird because um, three days later, I had this. He- I mean, I had a little headache, but I thought it was anxiety because mm-hmm. the um, hurricane was coming oh. to Charlotte. And um, <laughs> a year before, there was a hurricane in St. Croix. <laughs> I know. But it. Uh, category five ruined my entire island. My Ooh, mom, I was gosh. talking. I could not speak to them for days, and oh. so that was traumatic That's for me, scary. not knowing where they were. Yeah, people on Facebook Live, you seeing their roofs like come off the house. So I'm like, what is going to happen? Because the hurricane that was coming here was a Category five, and it, mm-hmm. when it hit landfall, it um it slowed down or whatnot. So um, I was scared, mm-hmm. um, and anxiety is something that plagued me for a very long time. Yeah. Um, as I went through my healing process, God revealed to me like. Because I was a twin and I was separated from my twin at three months in the womb, Mm -hmm. I had a connection with that baby. So God said that's where the codependency, Mm -hmm. um, after doing research, but that's Mm -hmm. where the codependency, the fear, the anxiety, Mm -hmm. the addiction, all that stemmed from the womb. Mm-hmm. Um, and w- we don't even know that. Like, I didn't know that was an actual oh, thing. Oh, that, that is makes pr- sense, scientifically though. proven, though. And that I had, yeah, proven. and okay. I had yeah. to mourn the loss of my twin, y'all. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's true. This is a yeah, crazy story. No, it's not crazy. It's crazy. Listen, it's not crazy to us. No, yeah. it's but not and, crazy and, to and us. And I'm, I'm not saying they minimize you, but you're no. not the first person I know that that was lost, was the only survivor of a twin and mm. had to grieve it. Yeah, and you don't even know it. So you, right. if you're in your mind, like mm-hmm. you really start to tell yourself like, dude, this is wild. Like, what are right. you doing crying over something you don't even know? But I had to like tell God I released that, you know? Yeah. Um, and I don't know who that could have been, yeah. you know? But that's an, a twin is, that's, that's serious, right. yeah. you know? That is, that is. <clears throat> so strong connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anywho, um, hit, got hit in my head with the, with the <laughs> <laughs> iron. Um, <laughs> Went to the emergency room. They say you're fine. You can see your ear's not bleeding. Like, you mm-hmm. just have anxiety. Here's this pill. Mm-hmm. And go to your doctor. 
Okay. So went to my doctor and I was okay. I was like, yeah, give me the pill because I don't, I, I have this fear of the Lord. I can't smoke anymore. Mm -hmm. Like I literally woke up in the middle of the night one day and like felt like a robot went to my bathroom, got like $40 worth of weed, threw it in the toilet, mm. flushed it, everything I had, every paraphernalia, everything, threw it in the trash. I was wow. like on a you weird. You just went on the motion. It was yeah. like. Not it thinking was about it. Not, no, it was, and I could, it was crazy. But yeah. um, went to my doctor. I was like, give me the pill. Mm -hmm. give it to me because I need something now. But then he said it won't work for six weeks. I said, no, you tripping. Like, <laughs> what you right. mean? You're like, right. Xanax will work now. Um, Clonid, like, Ativan will work now. There's, there's There I were options something. you wanted. Yeah. Like, right. You didn't want anti-anxiety or anti-depression. You wanted SSRI. Wanted that would something. happen fast. Instant gratification. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so I had yes. the pill, and he was like, take half a pill for seven days, blah, blah, blah. So I went home, and I was like, I'm not taking nobody's pills. And then it was just like, I need something. Cause I, I had this fear that I was going to die. Like, mm -hmm. I, yeah. like it was, it was crazy. So picked up the pill and I could not get it to my mouth. Yeah. I'm not picking it up. It, Cause it's not no, yeah. to me, no, but I couldn't get it to my, it's almost like something was holding my hand and telling me, do not take that pill. You uh -huh. don't need that pill. Mm. And I was like, what? A few days later, dumped that down the sink. Every pill I had that would make me sleepy. It was like literally the Holy Spirit took over me mm -hmm. and this and yeah. was like, I have yeah. use of you. There's yeah, no right. more. Cleansing. No more. Yeah. I mean, my veins were burning and I remember mm -hmm. like I was, it was like maybe two o'clock in the morning. It was a summer night, but I was so cold. I had a sheet over me on my knees crying out to God like, OK, mm -hmm. have your way. I said, if you're going to if good. this is for your glory, you mm -hmm. can do what you need That's to right. do. Right. I, said, I surrender. And Woo. I give you back my life, Lord, and Amen. you can wow. use Amen. me. Um, and um, when I tell you purging yeah. all my friends, yeah. they were not my friends no more. Yeah, I I don't listen to no like you know music, and if I ever hear music that's like in the world, you know that's positive or whatever, mm -hmm. all I hear is God speaking to me. Like mm -hmm. I can't hear like a love song and it sound lusty. Right. Like before I used to be all in my mood and want to call my ex or whatever. Mm -hmm. Now I just hear God speaking to me when I mm -hmm. hear these songs. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's like my entire being has changed. That's right. Perspective. Everything. Right. And that's that's <coughs> a difference between change and transformation. And miracle. Mm -hmm. and yes. That's an absolute transformation. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. If I mean anybody who knew me would be like affairs like is this you like you know who are you because i I'm, i went from zero to 100 and yeah. only o only the people watching can say only god that's right like and he that's really right. is getting the glory so that's it's right. a, it's, it's still a process so i'm still healing yeah mm -hmm. and and you know do you have any idea um what he wants next for you like what's happening because i know part of it is just absorbing your story and mm -hmm. knowing mm -hmm. that no one has to believe it for it to still be true yes right yes. right but finding out where's your audience, what do you do next? Like yeah. I know you, there's things about books for yeah. you and speaking. Like tell tell us a little bit more about how he's going to continue right. to use this amazing story. Right. You know, um, I I know I'm, I have a platform. And he's building it for me. I know that um, he said I'm a voice to my generation, mm -hmm. and so just being okay with stepping out and being out in the limelight, being okay to be the um, light in the darkness or the city on the hill mm -hmm. or the lamp on the lampstand. And mm -hmm. it's super uncomfortable because I prefer not to have all eyes on me, right. but it's not about me. I'm just a vessel. Mm -hmm. And so um, writing is a thing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I've got three books. I have a prayer journal um, with different prayers to guide you because I've dealt with fear. So a mm -hmm. prayer, against fear, um, deliverance, just 
times and seasons and understanding that everything, there's no coincidence. And so you've written all these. Yes. This isn't something you've taken from another. Yeah. You did. No. This is you. No, yeah. So, so people, she's got like four <laughs> or five books well in front of her, <laughs> these journals. I mean, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, my journal. Yeah. Yeah. So the the and when you pray is my um, prayer journal mm. again. Um, sitting down with God and feeling fear and praying against it, and then all of a sudden having this moment of like everything has meaning. So then mm-hmm. writing that prayer, then God forgive me. I sur- I you know um, deliver me a prayer and deliver. It right. all happened That's in great. one night. I was ah. up till three o'clock in the morning, yeah. and it's six prayers in that one with spaces to write and just guiding you like breathe, mm-hmm. stop. Mm-hmm. What are you seeing? Mm-hmm. Write it down. Um, people need the guidance. Um, the second mm-hmm. one was a, a poetry book. So just through this process and understanding my identity in Christ and mm. I'm not who I was. Mm-hmm. And um, just that f- it is, it's a moment of like fear and like, can I really believe this to be true? Even when I said I was a Christian, actually living out the Christian life is two different things because mm-hmm. true right. faith now has to take place. And so um, that's what you read here. I was like, God, these people going to think I'm losing it. But you thought David was losing it, too, you know, in the Bible. So um, you got that. And then my most recent book, I, re- I released it on the 25th, is a book for men Ooh. who want to be married. Um, single men, and um, I know that I, my, my, the people that I'm called to are like the next generation, mm-hmm. my generation, and those after. So teaching them like men are are valuable, they're worthy. You know, they're kings and they're priests of their household. And um, this world we live in now has that all twisted. Like you know the 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 um, feminist movement, and right. you know women in leadership, which is great. I'm a leader, like I'm okay with that. But understanding that. The men were called to be the head, and like without a head, you like a chicken without a head. So, like, right. you know what I'm saying? So, um, a teaching. chicken still moves, just yeah, like, you know. yeah, yeah they but they go crazy, just <laughs> run around, they go all over the place, all with, over the place. With, with no vision, no focus. Seconds. It's a freaky thing to see. Like, <laughs> it, it, it is. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so men of man of valor is the name of the um, prayer devotional journal thing, and uh-huh. um, and. Um, it's 14 days and I just got you what is a Proverbs 31 mm. woman and before wow. that who mm. are you right. because in Proverbs 31 it's a mother speaking to a son on the type of woman that he should be with but oh. we read it as yeah. a letter to us yeah. mm-hmm. um, so it tells you like you shouldn't be getting drunk like you are out here to lead you're an ambassador for Christ like think about it so mm-hmm talking to him like that you're a king and it's very mm. informal i'm t- you know like it's one-on-one and right like what bathsheba they say was the one who wrote it mm-hmm. um she had sex with david while she was married to another man right mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. um and they had a child and the child died and all that and i said what has your mother spoken to you but because of her sin and her past mm. you pushed that's away good. her wisdom that's mm-hmm. good. because she's yeah, this whole book good. of wood that um chapter of wisdom is from a woman who sinned and learned mm-hmm. from her mistakes right so touching the mother wounds and touching the the issues with self and insecurities before we even go to a wife mm. and then when you go to a wife what kind of woman are you searching for there's a chart in there like what kind of woman did you choose before? What were mm. you, what, what, yeah. you know, and then how does she compare to a Proverbs 31 woman? Mm-hmm. So I said, I'm not qualified per se to tell you any of this, but I read the Bible and I can just teach you yeah. what I learned. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. and I love the fact that what you're stepping out saying is that you refuse to believe that you are your mistakes. Yes. Right. For your own personal yes. life. And that's what the enemy wants you to think because yes. when we receive from him the power that we have, his power. Yes. Right. All right. To be the transformation. Yes. You are a walking transformation yeah. and right and so the next thing they do after transformation 
is to share that yeah, right. with those who don't know yet mm-hmm. about what it's like to be a walking transformation. Right. Mm-hmm. right. And you're doing that. Yeah. Did you there were like five stages or something? Of transformation. Yeah. Yes. What's so funny? Yeah. Yeah. I love to share that. Honestly, yeah. so <laughs> that. Because, um, you know, I get a lot of dreams and, you know, this may or mm. may not freak people out, but God speaks to me in my dreams oh, and yeah, he I can leads relate. me yeah. to places and I have messages for people and that whole prophetic stuff is really true. Um, mm. And, you know, I just encourage people to learn more about it um, because mm-hmm. God is releasing that to everyone in these last days. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> nonetheless, yeah, I had a, a dream of a, ch- a, a name of a church. And so I prayed for the church and I saw these in my spirit, two people, a man and a woman. So then the next day I went to the, to search for this church. It was an act. It was a real church right outside of Charlotte. I said, okay, God. So I watched an announcement they had, they were closing the church. It was a man and a woman delivering the message. I said, okay, well, um, what does this mean? God, they start saying, visit such and such church. I said, that's, that's God speaking to me. Okay. Where's this church? Now, a few months before that, I felt like I had an assignment at the school I graduated from, Johnson C. Smith, but I uh-huh. didn't know what that was. I just felt it in me. It was burning mm. me inside. Right. So the church that they said to go to was actually meeting at Johnson C. Smith. I said, this is Ooh. crazy. Mm-hmm. So I decided to go visit and tell the pastors, a man and a woman, about the dream that I had. Mm-hmm. And... Um, they was like, wow, that's amazing. I worshiped with them, left. Two days later, she called me. She says, we're looking for an art teacher. Do you want to work? Now, I'm an artist by God's grace. Yeah. Nice. I used to draw on stuff when I was a kid. Again, that stopped at a very young age. And then I got a prophetic word December of 2018 saying I'm an artist. I said, that's crazy. I only paint when I drink. Like, that's mm-hmm. not true. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and then and in that moment, it looks good. Right, exactly. It's and a whole different thing. Oh, my yes, goodness. Yes. Yeah. However, in that moment, People just started buying me canvases and paintbrushes and paint. And it was coming out of nowhere. And I was like, I guess I have to do this. Mm. So I just put worship music on and just started painting. And then that now that's how you, you know, you guys see like I paint and I do commission Mm. artwork and I just give away if God Mm. tells me gave it away. And so when she told me that, I said, I've never taught a class. Yeah. And I'm not like a real artist. Like I don't have, Uh. I don't have a degree or nothing on this. Uh Well, I got the job. Um, it was amazing. It was at John City. And the theme of the summer was transformation. Mm. So mm. I oh, learned wow. about transformation oh. while I was there. Uh-huh. And I was able to relate it to them because they're, it's, it's a program for kids who don't have a lot of opportunity. Mm-hmm. So getting to minister to them, mm. um, getting to teach them how to paint freely, not by thinking mm. too right. hard, but letting God do it through you, yeah. um, talking to them about transformation. Um, and every week we studied each word, what colors mean, how they heal mm. you, all this stuff. Wow. And then um, yeah. that's when I learned the five stages of transformation. Yeah. And then I learned about ICU talks. And hmm. the, and then the theme was transformation. So it all Ooh. made sense. Well, yeah. here, can I tell you, the yes. reason was the theme was transformation is that we gather to do auditions. We listen to, I don't know, 30 to 40 people. A lot. A yeah. lot. <laughs> And then there's prayer, and then we decide where to put people. We decide the topic, mm-hmm. and we decide who's who matches that based on what we heard. Mm. It's not set. Like, it is based on people's auditions. It's wow. based on what you came in and said. And then and that's how we place everybody together. Wow. That is all him. Mm-hmm. It really. That is all mm-hmm. him. Because when I came to audition, I said, God, you don't make me out, go out here looking like a fool. <laughs> I said, Lord, these people want a speech. Like, they want a talk. So mm-hmm. I'm doing this out of obedience. You're going to have, like, I was talking to him just, I was mm-hmm. in the parking lot 
freaking out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I said, okay. I sat on the couch waiting for y'all with the worship music in my head, praying in tongues, like, mm. you're going to have to do it, mm. God. And then went out there and did it, and y'all was throwing stuff at me. So We did. Uh, <laughs> we threw shoes at her. Now, I also want to say this, that years ago, Anthony Scott, amazing, amazing man. If you ever want to read some of his books, go on Amazon, Anthony Scott. Mm. He he told us, he's like, hey, you're going to do things differently. Mm. Like, he prophesied it's not going to be, because when it started, it was a 10-minute, 20-minute, 25-minute speaker. And it's still overall what we do. He said, mm-hmm. you're going to do things differently. Things are going to mold, and you're going to see God doing things differently. Wow. So we've all, like, I have it all written out what he took the time to prophesy and give me. And I read it occasionally. Wow. So when you come in and do something totally different anybody else is, is doing, I'm like, okay, God, I know. You've already wow. prophesied. You've already told me about wow. this day. You've already told me about this moment. That's amazing. So we're, we're not all strict in a little box and thinking, yeah. you know, we can't do that. We're like, no, this is this is part of prophecy. That's yes. what you were part of that day. Yes, wow. Praise God. That's Amen. powerful. It's powerful. And, I mean, for the people that's listening, like, God is much more than what – we know him to be as far as the Christian yeah, world. Like that's, so true. that's mm-hmm. the, the thing that irks me the most. And, and, and also I feel like, you know, I'm called to shake things up in, in our, you know, religion or spirituality, whatever right. you want to call it, because it's more than just the works and it's more than just the, you know, going to church on Sunday, serving all day long, slaving, and yeah. then going back home to do the same thing. Like right. that's there's power in us. Yeah. And if we walk in that, I mean, things would really change. And if we come together, because yeah. I said God is so wide, He's so big, so grand, mm. and we got billions of people in this world, believers mm-hmm. and non-believers, with Him in them mm-hmm. and in us, right. and there's still more of Him. Mm-hmm. You know, like we have to get outside the box. And so, just back to the five stages of transformation. Um, so you have awakening, mm-hmm. you have, um, and it, it, describe briefly. So awakening okay. is, <coughs> excuse me, sorry. No, you have complacency. Complacency is when you're just okay with whatever it is. You have just accepted it and you can just, that's it. So that's if it. I feel yeah. like I have no hope, I guess I have no hope. Yeah. Okay. And then you have awakening. Like, wait a minute. I just, I, something is different. Like, and that's what happened to me. It was just like something is different like i feel alive and it's scary Mm -hmm. literally you're born again like think about how a baby feels coming out the womb and seeing bright lights after being in the dark for so long (laughs) 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 you have awakening and then you have labor so now you have to do the work Mm -hmm. right so first i was complacent i was cool mm-hmm. with the life i had i didn't mm-hmm. think i could do anything else i yeah, just I go to you work said you were the walking dead yes yeah. I, that's yeah. exactly yeah. what it was right. like i felt like a robot get up make sure my daughter's good get her to school go to work pick her up from school come home feed her go to bed do it mm. again tomorrow mm-hmm. and that was for years so and that was yeah. yeah i mean annoying yeah and then awakening is like god is calling me oh my gosh and then i heard god say leave everything you have mm. So I can, you, oh, I'm moving to St. Croix. I thought I was moving to St. Croix. I said, so gosh, should I leave my job? So he said, yeah. I said, okay. Left my job, sold everything I had, ended my lease, had yeah. already lost my car at that point. So I was like, whatever, I'll take care of it when I go to St. Croix. Right. And I was just trying to get out because I didn't have any family here. All my family's back home. Mm. Yeah. So at that point, my child's father was like, you're not taking my daughter. And I thought I had all the rights because we're not married. That's another story for another day. But <laughs> we went to court and it was like, you can't take her because he and he rightfully that's his child, too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, right. so right. Um, I had nothing. Oh, gosh. Whew. So all I had was Jesus. Literally, <laughs> even in that process, when we were in court, they took her away from me because. Yeah, I'm not what? even I don't want nobody to do what they did to me. So I'm not going to say yeah. what it was. Right. But okay. um. Right. 
but yeah, I didn't have her for 10 days. I couldn't see her. Mm. And I'm just mm. like that. My heart. Mm -hmm. But I spent all that time with God. When yeah. I tell you, I had you Kenneth go. Hagen on the radio. Yeah. I had my Bible in the front yeah. of me. My journal, Craft right. Dollar was outside. Like, right. <laughs> right. I mean, right. like all preachers right. was in me and, uh -huh. and in my space. And so that's when I start to realize, okay, God, you really do love me. And then I went through this cleansing process, like telling him, I don't know how you love me. I can't accept that. I didn't even have a man here. Like right. going through that process, crying. I don't know what it's like for a father to tell me it's okay. Yeah. And that he loves me yeah. and to wipe yeah. my tears. How am I supposed to believe you mm. and you're not mm. even here? Right. I mean, talking yeah. just like that to yeah, God right. and right. crying and listening to people's testimony about how they made it out depression and all these things, watching the shack and seeing how God <laughs> manifests through people and how just... I did. I mean, it you was a anything. work. Yes, because yeah. I was yeah. desperate. But yeah. that's where God wants you. Mm -hmm. yeah. Desperate and yeah. empty and broken so right. he could have the glory. And, right. he can and so, yes. Yeah. And then you go out there and you tell everybody about him. So that's right. then you that's the labor part. That was all the work and the Ooh. ugly things that you don't want to see. Mm -hmm. I'd rather hide. Mm -hmm. Also, I'm reading mm -hmm. Battlefield of the Mind. Thank mm -hmm. you, yeah. Joyce Meyer, because I thought I was losing my mind. But then mm -hmm. she showed me, no, like mm -hmm. this is something that's actually real and it's happening. And even though you can't see it. It's mm -hmm. actually happening. Right. And so um, Battlefield of the Mind, that's the labor. And then you have Breakthrough. That's the fourth stage um, where you start you start to see the manifestation of the work that you're doing. Like, okay, what something is like happening. What was that like for you? What was that like? Yeah. Um, it, was, it was crazy because it was like so much is happening and I didn't have anything to do with it. Like, um, my hand wasn't in it. My mm -hmm. hand wasn't in this. My hand wasn't in, like, my, I, I don't, I never thought I could write a book. Like, mm -hmm. I never thought that people would watch me and listen to me. I never thought that people would care about what I had in me and they would honor that. You know, I just, I was, yeah, I just w accepted what it was before. Right. So, um, it's amazing. It's amazing. You, I feel alive. I told this to, um, a few people I've feel more alive in a year than I did in the past 28 years. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. in this one year yeah. of living for Christ and yeah. having purpose and seeking yeah. his presence and hearing him, like literally he'll tell me where to go, go sit in Starbucks. Mm -hmm. Why? Don't worry about it. Just go. Okay. Mm -hmm. Go sit there end up meeting somebody that needed to speak to me and they yeah. were feeling uh, so down and depressed yeah. and such and such and such. So yeah. right. after that you have transformation and then, um, transformation is ongoing it doesn't stop it's just it mm -hmm. keeps on going mm -hmm. and you just continue to be transformed into his image until he comes back for you so yeah yeah i'm gonna say this and we'll ask for a final question and i don't know if i can articulate this well at all but really because your experience is so supernatural mm -hmm. it is it is painful and it's not like he just handed you something like like there's there's not that you had to earn something, but there's a work, there's yes, a there there's a purging, there's mm -hmm. a there's a process, and that's really like the process I went through with the twelve steps, which mm -hmm. leads to a spiritual awakening, mm -hmm. all right? And that means that you are you are awake, your soul is awake, yes. and then you know who to go help, mm -hmm. right? It's all that, so I can hear all that, mm. and to be in a world of Christianity mm. where a lot of people that it is topical, yes. And so I can hear your hesitancy in some way of like how 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 do I stand on this beautiful truth of this mm -hmm. could not that you're saying that you're better than anybody this yeah. but this could be better for everybody. everybody. Right. Yes. How do we you know continue to do what you're doing and have that voice and share like hey it could be more mm -hmm. right less of me more of yes. him it could be more when people are s satisfied. Mm -hmm. They don't know they're not satiated. Mm -hmm. They're satisfied. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. They're complacent. Right. Yes. 
was just going to church on Sunday. Right? It's just really just that, and so I, I hope that you've got people that are where you are mm-hmm. and further as mm-hmm. well and mm-hmm. cheering you on mm-hmm. because there is a truth that we are given a watered-down version yes. or a, de, a, a, a picture of who God isn't. isn't yes. This punishing, horrible God. Yes. All right, the people just live in fear instead yes. of live in love. Right? Yes. And so I just, I'm just so grateful for you mm-hmm. and your truth in this and mm-hmm. your love for him mm-hmm. and that no one, no one gets to take this from yeah, you. Yeah, no. Right. All right, can't. you're going to go spread it. Yes. But you, this is always yours. Yeah, because it's a process that yeah. I experienced with him, you mm-hmm. know, just me and him and that's, yeah. that's that. So um, I my thing is I pray that those who are awakened, mm-hmm. you know, that they would understand that it's not just for them yeah, mm-hmm. and that we right. have to be okay with being uncomfortable. And if mm-hmm. that means going outside and just mm-hmm. looking at somebody and God saying, go hug them, yeah. not being afraid to be rejected. Right. There was plenty of times where God told me to do something and people were just like, no. And I was yeah. just like, okay. And that's I have right. to go back to God. Like, okay, Lord, that yeah. hurt, but right. you were rejected. So I'm right. good. Like, that's you right. know, right. talking to right. me like that. <laughs> like, and, and, the, and the more rejection, the less personal it feels. Yes. Yes. Right? Yes. It wasn't about the person receiving the hug. It was about you offering it. Yes. Being obedient. And then yeah. knowing it's not about you. That's right. A lot of the that's ways right. people um, react to us is not because of us, but really because of them and right. what they have oh, going on yes. inside. So right. absolutely, if we make truth. it less about us mm-hmm. and more about him and pleasing mm-hmm. him and, and realizing that our light really does shine. Yeah. People are like, something is different about her. Yeah. Why is she so funny? Yeah, Man, right. she's, you know, but right. it's God doing that and he yeah. created that. So I just wish people, I, I want people to go out. Mm-hmm. And if you are at that place where you are awakened and you know God for mm-hmm. yourself, go out and spread that out. And, you know, and share it with people. Share your testimony. Mm-hmm. There, you're really free when there's no shame. You could talk That's about right. whatever it is right. mm-hmm. and, and be okay with it. People are going to wonder. And then yeah. God will do the rest of the work. But we got to mm-hmm. sow the seeds. Yeah. yeah. And it's just yeah. so awesome to, to, be, to be around her and to be around you, dear, and, and to see Scripture alive. Like mm-hmm. Galatians 1.10 says, if you are still trying to please people mm-hmm. and not God, you are not a servant yep. of Christ. Mm-hmm. Like, it's people have a hard time hearing that. It is the truth. Yes. You're not trying to please people. Yes. Right? That's it, right. You're living for him. And mm-hmm. that, that is how you're a service to people. Yes. Right? Because it is truly about him. So thank you for being such a beautiful mm-hmm. example of that. If there's any last thing you can give our amazing listeners of what you're doing, or something practical you're doing in your life mm-hmm. to help you hear his voice. Uh, prayer. Prayer and pressing through prayer. It's not always yeah. easy to sit still in his right. presence because right. of the world we live in. My phone is right there. Like I want, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. it's easier for yeah. me to pick up something and stay busy. But really, okay, two things, prayer and community. Mm-hmm. So um, sitting still with him, praying and letting him answer me back. You know, sometimes I question, is that me or is that him? But faith. Yeah. Yeah, faith right. right you you don't know you just trust it you know mm-hmm. um and then community having people that are on the same walk with me mm-hmm. um yes i associate with everyone and that's great and i love on people all that but my personal life and just having someone that's either th- are there in this walk with me or beyond me wise counsel mm. you know and not being afraid of correction not being mm-hmm. afraid of people teaching me always being teachable and open mm. um and, and, yeah, so community is so important because right. it's easy to feel alone. Yeah. Even in a room full of people, it's easy yeah. to feel alone. Yeah. So, yeah, just stay stay around people and stay in prayer. Don't be ashamed. God just wants you. Yep. However you come That's to him, right. he's going to take you. That's yeah. all he wants. So be That's real. Right. That's yeah. right. 
It's good. Yeah, it's really good. Mm-hmm. So I know all of you who have sat with this and listened to this are, are blessed in this moment. We thank you. And just want to remind you, you need two things to, when you kind of are listening to her and wanting to come towards this is, one, find something that comforts you. Find something legal. It doesn't put you in a 12-step program. <laughs> yeah. All right, find yes. something that comforts you. And then find something that stretches you and makes you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And then you get to have the experiences that Dio is sharing about so beautifully. Yeah. Thank you for being a part of what we're doing. We're going to keep doing what we're doing until the stigma that's in the church against mental health is gone. Mm-hmm. We're going to keep doing what we're doing today. Thanks, LJ. Thank you, Dia. Thank you.